Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Bad Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Irene B, aka Malika's Mummy, and we are back, we are back with another episode, people. How are you? How are we doing? We're still on lockdown, quarantine. I hope you guys are staying safe, you're staying at home, obviously washing your hands and all of that. Um, yeah, we we thank God that we are here. I give thanks definitely. I'm very grateful. I'm not even complaining. I'm at home, you know. I'm not. When I deep it and I think about things, how deep this is, you've got to be grateful just to be on earth, be, be alive. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not complaining. Just staying at home. So this is over and done with. So we can move on with life quicker. So I'm fine guys you know me i'm gonna put my little disclaimer out there and say if you hear malika running through you know what it is i ain't gonna even try to stop her because right now the whole house is her nursery so (coughs) this is this is what it is um and also the bad parents podcast is just me i'm just splurging i'm not holding back nothing so whatever whatever is on my mind I'm gonna say I haven't got a script I'm not reading off anything whatever I want to discuss I'm talking about it um yeah so that's my little disclaimer out of the way so like I do as well I like to say thank you for first time listeners hi how are you thank you for coming through and supporting hope you enjoy um my juicy show i hope i can i'm able to fulfill expectations um and if you're coming back again you're a g thank you for supporting and showing love sharing posting do you know what i mean i'm so grateful i can't even say how grateful i am to those who's who has helped me gather data you know for my episodes I'm just so thankful for just the support you've shown me I'm very grateful God bless you um yeah so thank you thank you I'm I've lost track of how many episodes I've done now <laughs> so yeah, I would say so we're on to the next episode and this episode um is about vaccinations immunization so yeah I'll get onto that later so I just want to give you a little catch up of what's been happening with me um because that's obviously important come on um what else what's happened to me so apart from getting anxiety just going to Sainsbury's yeah I got anxiety going to Sainsbury's guys I decided that I should take a walk because I needed to get some fresh air by myself without my shadow which by the way yeah I decided not to call her my shadow anymore she's now my guardian angel seeing as her name is Malaika which translates to angel I thought why not just be my guardian angel you know I mean she follows me everywhere toilet um everywhere so why not so anyway I thought I should take a trip to Sainsbury's have some fresh air by myself and I got ready, got put on my clothes, got all the shopping bags ready and my mask and then just literally before I was about to leave I started you know getting the familiar symptoms of um, anxiety and it was like you know your heart feels like it's going to 
like literally pierced through your skin in your chest I started sweating um like I was just I was really and I started crying so my um, Malika's dad saw me and then um he was just like oh you know what you don't even have to go to the shop don't what you don't I don't know why you're you know you don't need to go you know I go which he does he goes every time for us and I was just like no I need to I want to go I want to go I haven't been because literally it basically been a month since we've been on lockdown I haven't been past like a certain bit of my road I haven't been out we haven't because the only reason why we go out for walks is because Malika wants to go out so I haven't been out so I was just like all right I need to go so um I was like you know I'm gonna give myself points so if I feel like oh you know what I can't go further I'll turn back so I went out got out I was cool started walking went past my safe zone and I was cool went past I kept on going and going and going and I reached Sainsbury's and I was like all right cool what then I re- what then I saw was a bit of a surprise to me. I don't know why I was surprised because obviously they've marked the floor. You know, you have to be two meters apart and everything. Uh, you see everyone who doesn't wear a mask, who does wear a mask, the different types of mask. It was just like weird. But I'll be honest, yeah. When I was wearing my mask, yeah, I felt weird. I felt like, oh, do I look silly? Why? I? But then what was at the back of my mind was like, you're not just doing this for yourself. You know what? You've got a little girl. You've got family so if you you're just trying to protect yourself so protect yourself and that's what I had to do because it was just like now getting sick man like nah <laughs> no I'm not gonna get sick so I wore my mask um it wasn't as bad as I expected the queue wasn't stupid long but then yeah you just kind of the, sh- the shells were basically kind of empty you just you you just get what I just got what I wanted. I basically went out for Pampers. I wanted Pampers. Ended up getting more than I needed, as we do. Um, and yeah, it was just it was good to see how things, how life was passing my road. So it was good to see that side of things. Yes, I think the day before yesterday was the first time we I'd been in the car and we'd driven past our area and it was like I sat there in silence literally absorbing and taking everything in like it was like I was just (laughs) I was let out of prison it was so mad it's just it's crazy you know and then what I noticed is I take there's a park we have a local park where they've got you know swans and birds you know just ducks and everything so it's nice and spacious you know you know social distancing can be done so when I go out for a walk with Malaika I go there and you know what I notice there's looks that people give you like why are you out like and it's like hold on don't don't fucking give me no look why are you out do you know what I mean don't you're just the reason why you're out is why I'm out do you know what I mean and I got I get looks and I just like fuck off man I don't give shit do you know what it's not it's whatever and then you look on social media and there's places that are packed there's even traffic do you know what I mean it's just like uh, what is going on and then when they say oh the curve and 
this will all be over it's like how do we know when it is over life is not going to be the same again do you know what i mean like it is going to be part of uniform to be wearing a mask that's what i personally think and in a way i've seen you know they've highlighted the positives and they've highlighted the negatives positives the environment do you know what i mean negatives is i it's just like oh there's so many that i can't even think the deaths obviously so it's just mad and i actually genuinely genuinely can't wait to just see my family you know just it's mad you just can't i can't wait to see my family yeah and is it only me guys or do you just feel like i'm so done with the cooking i'm done with the cleaning i'm done i i can't ah and the other day i see i've just got so much to tell you guys i just love talking no i don't but i went to the hospital with malika literally a couple of days ago because we she's got a cough no it is not covid yeah she hasn't got a temperature nothing she's just had this weird cough that is just annoying and it's just like it's very weird so she doesn't cough for a while she'll cough in the morning and cough at night and at times she'll have episodes like every other hour do you know what i mean like she'll have like (laughs) so sometimes it's phlegmy then sometimes it's dry and i've tried natural i've tried cough medicines i've tried everything i can try that i think i can try if you can hear the under she's coughing now and she just stops she just does about four coughs (coughs) done and she's good but i don't know if you lot are listening if you can help me any remedies i would really appreciate it anyway but alluding to my story we went to the hospital because we were referred i went to the gp just to check out this cough anyway she was prescribed an asthma pump and anybody who's from a nigerian background if you tell your parents oh they prescribed an asthma pump they'll be like no no asthma pump oh god forbid it's like (laughs) to be honest me and her dad we weren't too keen on it either because she's not breathless and we believe like once you start something or you start relying on it you know what i mean it's like we don't want to delve into that that side of things anyway the doctor now checks she's doing her checks and she checks in malika's ear and she goes oh um there's something in there did it going on and i was like what and then she goes oh don't you know she's got a tube in there i was like what a tube and this is me this her are you her mum i was like yeah (laughs) i would know if my child had been you know they put a tube in my daughter's ear like come on she checks again they said oh no it's um by the way she's got like an accent i'm just putting on a posh accent so she's like oh no it's it's no it's not it's, it looks like a white cartilage and da-da-da-da. i'm gonna have to get a second opinion so she brings in another doctor they check oh yeah i see it but we don't know what it is but to be rather than be safe and sorry rather be safe and sorry we'll get you referred uh okay nervous mum sitting here 
way to make me even more anxious thanks anyway so I'm like all right cool it's not that deep she's fine I'm like okay it's gonna affect me like hearing a hundred questions are going in my ear like my head does it grow is it gonna affect everything do you know what I mean can she hear me is that why she doesn't listen to me when I say her name you know what I mean it's like I'm getting bare things everything in my bare things are running through my mind so um we go off now literally the next morning get a missed call it's the surgery call back the surgery I'm 17th in the queue yes one seven she's just literally called me so I've waited and then um get through they can't get hold of her anyway they pass her the message I get a call back and they were like she was just like basically we got up an appointment the next day amazing go to the doctors go to the hospital now get referred to a special department ENT ear nose and throat department doctor sees us and he checks he's like hmm it's nothing inflammation it's nothing literally he explains everything to the T because no me I'm asking questions I'm not leaving there until everything is crystal clear so yeah he answers everything I'm very happy with his response and we leave she's fine we give thanks we give God glory yeah she's she's fine my baby's fine so anyway um that's that that's what's happened to me um yeah um so what you're gonna hear guys now sorry if you just heard me doing something i was basically chewing something sorry about that (laughs) got carried away um so we got a few recordings coming up voice notes from parents yeah i hope to be giving you a lot more stuff to learn if you want to find out about things i will go out my way and find out if i have to find a professional to help come on the show i will find it i managed to get a health visitor on this one and she was amazing with her fact she was very helpful so we moving on we'll see how how it goes anyway guys it's been amazing thank you for listening hope you enjoy the rest of the show the episode um yeah and get back to me with your with if you don't have any tips as well because my friends who's listened they've given me some good criticism do you know what i mean i don't know no criticism is bad as i keep saying i just want to get better i don't want to leave guys i just want to keep talking i just want to keep talking but anyway i got to go um it's that's all from me irene b aka malika's mommy um you're doing an amazing job guys especially now oh especially now you are doing fantastic man don't doubt yourself just bring out the paint bring out felt tips bring out everything they get entertained enjoy yourself it will soon be over stay safe stay blessed god bless take care So this is take three. So I'm going to introduce myself. I'm not sure if everyone else did that, but my name is Charlene. So I've got two children. One's eight and the other one's two. She's with me now, so she might 
want to contribute to this. I'm hoping she does not. And there she is. Right, so, um, yep, as you know, eight and two. Um, no, so my children, they have not had all their vaccinations. And it's a personal choice. Um, so my first son, who's eight, so bear in mind he's eight, so think about the time period of this. So he was born in 2012. So um, he got most of his injections up to 18 months. And then um, I did not want him to have his MMR because I think there's there was like a correlation between MMR and autism or something. Um, during that time, I did my research and I just felt in my gut, no, I didn't want him to get his MMR. And at the time, I think he wasn't speaking or something. So I thought, okay, let him grasp language and then he can get his MMR. And then a bit more research about the MMR. So it's mumps, measles and rubella. Rubella was only fatal. It only had a fatal um, side effect for girls. And I think it was measles that had the fatal side effect to boys. So I was thinking, why do both children need the MMR? Like, why not just give girls the rubella jab and boys the... Um, the mumps one or the measles one whichever one gives you a fever that you know whatever um what else um do you know information no so i so this is about um being given enough information on the day of vaccination no because i remember more recently with my daughter um i was gonna get her one of her one of her um jabs and the lady the receptionist so after no so before um she got the jab they wanted to give me like a vaccination schedule and i noticed that some of the vaccines were repeated so i asked the receptionist ah, why is this one why does she need like five of one or three of one why why isn't it just one and she's like oh it's because they give a smaller amount now because children can build up an immunity or something and i was like so now my daughter's going to be getting more vaccinations within an 18 month period than my son did that made no sense so we swiftly kind of I don't think we went forward with that um funny story is actually is that when I was pregnant, they were like, you need to take the flu jab, you need to take the flu jab. I was like, no, no, no. Went to the bathroom. I think I did, had to do a urine test, as you do when you're pregnant. Came back and she was like, look, I've got the flu jab here. It's so easy. I was like, first and foremost, I said, no, now you're trying it. I'm definitely not having it. I just didn't have a piece about the flu jab at all. So I never got the flu jab. I would recommend the vaccine to other parents because I think you do... For me, you do your children a disservice if you don't protect them. I know there are some parents that are anti-vaccine, and that's okay. If you've done your research, if you don't feel like you want to, that is fine. Every parent, every household do their own thing, um, and you are your child's parent on purpose. Um, but I would recommend doing your research. I would recommend that you give your child or children the best possible option and if that's vaccine for you great and if that's not vaccine for you that's okay too like I think too many parents can shame other parents and that's what I'm not down for it's my decision it's my child we do what we want um but we do what we want based on the facts and figures and based on the information that I'm given and based on the information that I do um for my child and children to come Thank you.
um, I've heard plenty of rumours about, you know, vaccinations and it causing um, health issues and autism and stuff like that. So. heard some negative things about having the vaccinations done that it causes autism in some kids but she still had them all um i've never had i think she's had the flu jab once i've had it twice and i've never made her do it again after the first time because she's asthmatic and the way it reacted on me i didn't want her to go through the same thing it actually made me feel a bit more sick sister-in-law who's my partner's sister um she has a two-year-old son um she never got him vaccinated whatsoever even though she was chased numerous times um to get him vaccinated but she obviously opted out of it that's because she studied into it and looked into it and she was not happy with um what she read and what she found out so she did tell me all these things obviously i still went against her wishes and um i went to my friend who was a doctor and my friend obviously advised me, you know, um, personally, it's all there to protect your child from diseases such as flu and, you know, other stuff and other infections and stuff. So she was like, you know, you need to get your child vaccines, you know, it's there to protect your child from any danger, any harm that can come through illnesses and stuff like that. I challenged my son's school so there was this form about the flu jab because they want your children to have um, the flu jab yearly and when he was in reception I made the mistake of basically you know saying no they did not have my consent to administer the flu jab and then my reason was because the previous year I think only 23% of people that had received the flu jab they did not contract the flu I also did research on the flu um, you know it's a virus that's got 168 strains when I did my research and it mutates every year anyway so they're always twiddling with the vaccine vaccinations one of the major ones that i heard was that the vaccinations can make your children autistic but with anything that you take in this world there's a risk of side effects so yeah um i have two children as I am 13 and Nilo's two. When I was 16, um, I was quite ignorant to the new truth about vaccines. So I gave Isaiah all the vaccines. Isaiah had up to BCG, he's had all of his vaccines complete. MMR, um, whooping cough, um, measles and mumps. You know, he's had them all. Um, but in regards to Leela, because she was born in an era where there was a lot of um, stigma around vaccines and how that they, you know, back then I wasn't told that 
vaccinations were the actual disease but in a milder form so when I found that out when I had Lena and I realized to myself well why would you put this disease in them if you're trying to prevent them from having this disease and that's when they answered my question and they will say things like oh it's to get the um, antibodies used to the disease so that they create they can be created in order to fight them and um, I mean I understood the concept um, and I've seen the science videos I've researched a lot about vaccination but I still wasn't keen on the idea of putting disease in my baby to teach my baby's immune system to fight it because it could in actual fact give her the disease so I have been skeptical with some of her and her injections so she's had up to I think up to preschool she hasn't had the preschool one but she's had the one before preschool so she hasn't had the MMR she hasn't had a BCG and with her BCG um I refused to give her that because they had stated that the BCG that they used to give the children have not, has not been, um, it's not in the country. And the one that is in the country, they haven't all, it's not been um, accepted by the National Health Association or something like that. They have not accepted it. So GPs can't give the children the BCG. We have to go to private healthcare, um, healthcare to, to, to go and get that. And I was like, well, okay. If Britain hasn't accepted this vaccination, I'm not going to give it to my child. Um, so I haven't given her the BCG. Um, um, she's been fine. She's been good. <laughs> um, did you? I've heard a, a lot of rumours about the um, vaccinations. Um, I've heard a lot. In the first place, I did not want to give my daughter any of the any of the um, vaccinations any of them but then obviously as a parent you 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 get the fear factor and then the healthcare assistants they they start to tell you oh don't listen to these things um and then one of the research that i i i did trust in was found to be false so um the rumors kept putting me in a state of paranoia and unsureness but in the end I ended up going with a few of them and then just not all of them um definitely the rumors about MMR about BCG um and what else I was skeptical about giving her the whooping cough one I think there was one where it was like five in one that one I was very skeptical about because they get really sick after as well so they tell you that that's them like fighting it and it's like you don't really want to give your child an infection so they have to um fight it off so i was skeptical about a lot of them definitely bcg and mmr the mmr linking to was it autism or some kind of dysfunction um just um or deformity if they if they catch it or adhd i think was linked to one of these um vaccinations sorry a lot of my a lot of my information is I think I think but well, I'm I'm just trying to go off the top of my head around the time that Lily was born. Um I wouldn't I wouldn't not recommend vaccines but I wouldn't recommend vaccines. So if someone was to come to me with the topic of vaccinations, I would give them my experience and that's all. I couldn't tell them to and I couldn't tell them to not because everyone is different and everybody's bodies are different as well everyone's immune systems are different and 
you know what what one parent might deem as right we might deem as not right so I wouldn't I really wouldn't tell a parent to um not vaccinate their child or I wouldn't encourage a, a parent who's not vaccinating to in fact to in fact to vaccinate their child it's just sharing experiences um but yeah that's it I hope this was helpful um on the topic have a good one I would recommend vaccines. The only thing I don't do is flu jabs and things like that. But vaccines, I'm okay with it because so far so good. My kids have not had any problems and they've been very healthy and protected. So, but anyway, it's down to any, each parent has their way they want to parent their kids. But me personally, I have nothing against vaccines. I think they're really good because in that sense, when my daughter's school, they had an outbreak for measles she was okay because she had the vaccine when she was younger which means she didn't have to go through that and when they had mumps in their school as well she was fine you know so i guess with everything there's pros and cons but for me i've had more advantages than disadvantages so yeah i would recommend vaccines to other parents I've heard rumours about the vaccinations being linked to autism and um, I heard stories about some children dying after being vaccinated and obviously when you hear stories you you get scared you know you start to ask yourself questions about the symptoms and what's going to happen after but nevertheless I went ahead and I had the girls vaccinated because I travel a lot and I needed them to be vaccinated I wouldn't take any risks um traveling around the world with the children while they're not vaccinated you don't know what's out there would i recommend vaccinations to other parents it's a personal choice i wouldn't impose my views or decisions on anyone it's up to you but i just think do your research um why I'm put off vaccinations is because the hostility I receive from like doctors, you know, healthcare providers and um, my son's school. Why are you getting hostile? Like, isn't it a choice? Do we not have a choice on whether or not? Okay. Um, yeah, so like I said, a personal choice. Um, yeah, so I remember um, me going to the hospital once and they would ask so when you take your children to the hospital so they have a little bump or something the doctors ask you are they up to date with the injections and my answer always is oh we're just one behind and I never can find that red book so I think one of the doctors went on a rant about um, conspiracy theorists and vaccinations and he thinks it's so dumb and he got really passionate about it so I gave him a side eye like why are you getting so angry is it because you're not going to get your 130 pound you know commission or whatever uh, once okay there was an um i remember being given generic information about the vaccinations 
so about what diseases they treat, measles, mumps and rubella, that sort of thing. Um, nothing about ingredients, but I think they'll only tell you more if you probe deeper. Lots of stories out there saying how um, can this be anonymous by the way is that okay um, yeah I think there was lots of stories out there talking about how, what the vaccines have done towards black males um, I've personally heard stories for people that I know um, I read a lot about it beforehand in my experience I remember when my son was one and he was due his vaccines and went to the, the nurse and I saw four needles on the table and I said, what are you doing? Oh, yes, well, you know, you said that he's come to get his vaccination. So I said, you're not dosing my one-year-old with all these chemicals, four needles. I said, explain each one. you like, for me, I went there, I haven't, I didn't see you put you know, get the needles ready beforehand. You had them already lined up. Hi everyone. Um, so today I've managed to get a lovely lady on the show and she's done me the biggest favor ever um because she's here to help us all with certain questions that that is commonly asked amongst the parenting world to newborn parent to new parents and um things because where everything's always changing we're always guessing what's going on so hi chrissy welcome to the show hi thank you thank you for joining me you're Um, welcome how are you how are you doing Yeah, I'm good. I think I think we're all as good as we can be with everything going on outside, aren't we? Yeah, I'm, yeah. Trust me, it's just it's just every day as it comes, right? I, that's how I'm taking everything. Definitely. Oh yeah, it's the only way to do it. There is no point in planning, even sort of three days in advance. I'm just like, right, no. we'll get through tomorrow. <laughs> we'll do tomorrow. Exactly. You just don't know how you feel. I feel like my day goes depending on how I feel on the day. Yeah, no, and I think I, I think a lot of people are feeling like that at the minute. Yeah, exactly. So, Chrissy, if you could just let everybody know what you do um, and so on, if you just introduce that side of yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So, I'm Chrissy, um, and I am a health visitor. I've been a health visitor for about three and a half years now, um, and I'm also mum to a almost eighteen month old. So a lot of the worries that parents come to me with, I've also, you know, I've also been through. Amazing. Um, yeah. And actually, um, you found me on Instagram, didn't you? You found my um, the Happy Health Visitor page. So yeah, I set that up when I was on maternity leave because the internet is is so big and you can find so much differing information. I tried to make it so that you had evidence-based stuff yeah in one place that made sense that wasn't full of jargon where you could just go 
ah, right, that's where I can go. And I signpost to certain websites or charities and things like that so that you know where to go for the information because there's so much out there and you don't know what to take and actually what to ignore. Yeah, do you know, and I honestly think that's why I was attracted to your page because, all right, to be honest, I typed in health visitors because... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I wanted to basically get someone professional to that um, that could answer my questions. So at first I approached midwives, but then they told me that that wasn't their um, their territory. That I would best I'd be best going to a health visitor. So I typed health visitors. So a lot of the pages, yeah, they were very helpful. But yours in particular attracted me because it was like it was it was approachable it was friendly it was user friendly it wasn't just bombarding you with like jargon like you know just words that I didn't know and I felt it was readable for like you know oh wow that's good information to know that's really good information to know like I came out of there like reading a lot more than I expected even though I just wanted to to just contact you I ended up just going through your page without knowing it oh that's amazing yeah, that that was it was really interesting to go through Thank and you. your interest your um, Instagram page just so people can visit. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at the um, at the Happy House Visitor. Nice yeah, so that's, <laughs> that's me. The happy, um, the happy visitor and the name your your name kind of suits your um, the layout of your page. To be honest, it was really like motherly it's got little it's got simple quotes that I noticed and it's just like get on. you know it's really nice I liked your page and I hope to kind of um get my podcast kind of on the same length so it's you know user friendly for mums parents generally so they yeah. can know that they can come on the page and say and refer other parents to say oh they were talking about the vaccine today if you want to go through you can listen to it on this pe- on this podcast so yes yeah, so you set the bar <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> welcome. um all right so chrissy i've got a few questions that um i kind of i've got a few friends couple of friends who are expecting and i, I called them up and i was like is there any questions you'd like to ask regarding um the vaccines which is what this episode is concentrating on so they gave me a few questions i also did my research on um what is the most common questions parents ask regarding vaccinations and I came up with um, with these ones that you know, we'll hear eventually um, so my first one is um, what is immunisation? So essentially and really simply put immunisation is pretty much the process where you make your body immune or resistant to a disease um, okay. and the way that we do the way that we do this generally is through vaccinations. Right. Okay. Amazing. So, um, could you explain why is it important that people, you know, why is immunisation important? Yeah. So, if you think about things like the common cold or, you know, your your normal coughs and things like that, yeah. the, that we yeah. all get what feels like all the time at the moment because we're all just with each other all the time at home um yeah when that happens what so if I bought a cold into the house you can bet by the end of the week both my husband and my daughter will have it and that's because 
we, we can pass it on and you pass different things on in different ways um mm-hmm. but what that does then is once we've got that cold what our body does is it goes hey you're not meant to be here um mm-hmm. and it it develops cells to then sort of fight the the infection whatever that might be all right so with a common cold they're not really dangerous on the whole you know if you're fit and healthy they're not dangerous you're, you're going to recover okay. it and it'll be fine if you then take something more serious so take meningitis off the top of my head yeah. meningitis meningitis can have more severe consequences so we know that meningitis can be fatal in the worst cases yeah. um, but it can also cause things like brain damage it can lead to sepsis and there are a whole lot of other complicating factors so if we yeah. obviously it's not safe for everyone to essentially become immune by getting meningitis so mm-hmm. what we do is we vaccinate and by vaccinating we're introducing the the toxin the bacteria or the virus to the body in either a weakened or actually destroyed form so that our bodies can then recognize it and say uh, no you're you're not right. welcome here we then develop the the cells to fight that so if mm-hmm. we were to come into contact with someone who had meningitis our body is all already essentially has the okay. soldiers if you like yeah. to then kick it out and to fight it yeah i like that picture you put <laughs> it's easy to kind of imagine like soldiers fighting off the the virus no that that's a good way but then um yeah okay that's because for, for instance you mentioned meningitis yeah can i ask um you know just in case what are the common symptoms that parents can look out for so the main one that people people associate with meningitis is the rash which it yeah the rash is important it's not the most important bit so um with meningitis and sepsis and things like that the things that you're looking out for would be a high temperature sensitivity to light um you'd be looking for sort of stiff necks and you'd be looking so the rash that you would be looking for is a non-blanching rash which means if you press on it it doesn't go away so you know usually if you've got a bit of a rash if you if you um press your fingers over it okay it it disappears but then comes back with meningitis that won't happen it it won't disappear Wow, um, I didn't yeah so that's why they talk about the glass test the glass test mm-hmm. okay. um uh, you, yes i remember yeah um and then nausea and vomiting and you know if you're if you're thinking about a baby they would be really lethargic mm-hmm. so i know with a young baby it's hard to tell because a lot of them are sleeping mm-hmm. all the time anyway but if you can't yeah. wake them up if they're floppy if they go pale mm-hmm. and gray you go yeah. you know you go straight yeah. for help straight right away. exactly 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 and in terms of the temperature because i know it's always is it above 30 is it above 42 um what the you know in terms of the temperature because i always forget so a you know, a fever so a yeah. normal temperature is up is between 36 and 37.5 degrees celsius okay. Anything above that is technically a temperature. We would start sort of a fever at about 38. 
Okay. Yeah, right. if you're hitting the 40s, that's, mm. we, we don't like that temperature. So, you know, if you're hitting, a, if they're hitting a 40 temperature, then, then you should seek advice okay. about that. This is awesome. You know what? I'm loving this episode. I'm learning and I love it. I just, I love it because I'm always worried because, you know, like little kids, I feel like, I don't know if you're one, they're always because she goes to a nursery and she's always got a cold like yeah. she's just always coming back with a cold so and sometimes there's differences in her cough or her you know you just see this one's not a normal cough this is different yeah. and I just always have to you have to be more vigilant like why why are you doing this with your eye like you just know it's because she caught the croup um in January and the difference with the croup was that her eyes looked so red and it just you can tell it it affected everything her ears her nose her throat everything was affected so that's yeah. when we went into urgent care. yeah and croup so, is you know if they've got croup that the croup cough is so distinctive yeah, you it know was different. It, we it hear was it different. and we go that's croup <laughs> you know because it's yeah. so distinctive the doctor as soon as we went into the hospital she was like yeah definitely and the antibiotics that she my daughter was prescribed wasn't common we went to five different pharmacies and they all didn't have it so it was the yeah the pharmacy we went to eventually had to order it but because where I hadn't had sleep for about three four days I was in a sense of urgency I was like I really need this now because where she's not sleeping I'm not sleeping and I had the flu I was so sick so it was just like I just want her to get better so I can get better yeah but it's it, was hard. Worse. it was it was hard it was over Christmas I think it wasn't it I honestly think it was the worst Christmas I went through because she where she was in so much discomfort I just hated it it wasn't nice no, anyway nice. <laughs> don't be silly Back to you. <laughs> um all right so um if when when parents have their children I mean their babies where could where's the best place for them to be immunized just in case they don't know GP yeah. yeah the GPs the GP. do it yeah okay awesome because I know they give you there's all the information there's always leaflets and I know GPs they're always helpful they always they send you letters so some don't (laughs) some don't (laughs) so some some GPs do um send you a letter particularly for the first one um and then sometimes for the year boosters but otherwise you sort of book them as you go along so you'd come out of one and book the next one come out of one book the next one um but yeah they happen at your GP surgery um I think it's usually by a practice nurse mm-hmm. um but yeah you just go in and say I need to book an appointment for the baby's immunizations and they'll book you in with with the person in their surgery that does them do you remember when you had to take your, ch- your child to be vaccinated because I wanted to ask a health visit yeah do you do you um because where you do health is it do mm-hmm. you um do you do any injections yourself no no okay so when you took your baby there how did you feel for the first one I was when she took the first one I was very I know she needs them I know they're the best thing to do for her but it's not nice seeing them in pain but actually within about two seconds she was over it she was fine I know (laughs) I gave her a feed after and she was like oh 
it's over um and then you know and then she was just a bit grumpy for a few days so yeah but yeah I think I prepared myself for it yeah it's never going to be a nice thing but I think because because I knew about them and I trusted the nurse and the nurse was very nice and she she explained everything and yeah. she, you know, she she obviously knew what she was doing. That put me at ease. Mm-hmm. Yeah, defo, definitely. I think that's important. I think the per- the nurse who does the injections has to, but they understand. I feel like they understand if you're a first time mother and it's your baby. They all. I felt she was very understanding because I can't like her. I left. Luckily, my other half was there. I couldn't watch it. I had a panic attack. Oh, bless you. Yeah. <laughs> so I started crying. I was like, I can't watch this. I need to, I, so I left the room. And you know what? That's probably the, the best thing to do. I've said, I say to parents yeah. all the time, if you are going to freak out, get dad to go. Yeah. If dad's going to freak out, you go. Whoever's <laughs> going to be the calmest, yeah. they should go. Because yeah. if you're calm, the baby will be calm. And because I was relatively yeah. calm, I mean, it, you know, as a new mum, I don't yeah. think you're ever completely calm. But, you know, because I was relatively calm, it meant that she was calm. Um, yeah. Which I think actually helped in being able to settle her afterwards because she, you know, we just stayed pretty chilled the whole time. Exactly. And that's probably yeah. the best bit of advice I can give is whoever's going to be calmest. Yeah. And I think what helped, because they do advise... Um, to give the baby some um the cow pole an hour before i th- and i think that, i don't know if it helped it helped i think it helped and then also feeding her breast milk at the time so i know that settled her very quickly yeah because she yeah well that advice so about advise that? well the, the advice about the cow pole before or after differs from nurse to nurse yeah. on where you go um okay. i've always given it after um okay but that's worked for us, and I, I will tend to tell people to go with the advice that's been that's been given to them. Um, yeah. But I wouldn't give it too long before, in case it's masking a temperature, because cowpon can obviously bring your temperature down if you've got a fever. So we don't want to hide the mm-hmm. fever, because if they've got a fever, they mm-hmm. they don't want to give the immunisation, because we want to make sure they're over whatever it is that's giving it to them. Um, but generally, of sort of giving it just before. So that it kicks in by yeah. the time they need it, um, but yeah, exactly. I tend to t- tell people to go with the advice that they've been given. Okay, amazing. So, next question. So, how do I know when to take my child for a vaccination? I, I think you've already covered that because we've already kind of said the first immunisation they give you a letter for, isn't it? Well, so... not all of them do. That's the thing. So some do, and it tends to just depend on how a surgery works. Um, but you can find out so they're the first ones so nationally they are due at 8 weeks six, uh, 12 weeks and 16 weeks um, yeah. and if you ever forget it's all in the red book that red book yeah. is the handiest thing you will ever get given in being able to find information on when they're due what it is they're protecting, yeah. ag- protecting against who you can call for help and advice um, but yeah, everything is in that red book. Yeah, it's like a little Bible. I it just and because I still think I have baby brain. Yeah, I forgot I had um 
I basically I just before doing you know the little research about vaccinations I was like have I done all of Malika's vaccinations I'm going on talking about vaccine have I done everything so I've checked in the red book and I remembered that one appointment I had forgotten to take the red book with me and I wasn't sure which one it was so I was just like oh my god and the one everything else was filled out so the 12 week the six all the weeks ones were done yeah. not but not the year one and I was like oh my gosh the year one is the MMR one and in my mind I'm like although everything's as just as important for me MMR is really important for me so I called the GP and they checked the system and they were like hold on yeah she's got everything she's had everything done the amount of release off my shoulders I felt literally because I had was going through anxiety because I checked the night before yeah so I was just like oh no like what have I done I'm such a bad mum oh, how bless. can I do this to my daughter <laughs> how can I let her just go around the world just not protected I was I felt so bad because I was just like oh no like what have I done but that yeah well so... that's mum guilt in a nutshell isn't it really mum yeah. guilt right there if we go through it with everything I, I go through it almost every day I haven't fed you enough I haven't changed your nappy I haven't done, I go through it every day but um okay so thank you that's the that's, that's the answer right. so um what if my child misses an immunization so um if it's like what you just said and you'd forgotten that they were due um and say you've got the one year boot the one year boosters are due and you forget them and then sort of 16 months you're like oh actually yeah i need to do that that's fine just call just call and say i need to book her one year boosters i'm really sorry i forgot um generally you can catch up you can catch up with them um if it's over a certain amount of time and i'm not going to specify a time because it it might be different for different vaccines um but there might be a slightly different schedule you need to do but the best thing to do yeah. if you're concerned that you have missed one and whether or not you can get it is just speak to the practice nurse because they will know the pra- okay. they will know the immunization catch up schedules and what's available and when it's available from so they will be able to advise that but on the whole if you if you've missed one then then that's fine um and i also get a lot yeah. of worried mums who particularly for those first few they can't get an appointment for those eight-week immunizations until nine or ten weeks because the surgery doesn't have an appointment right. until that time. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. Okay. okay, that's good. Um, I can't lie though, Chrissy. Basically, when I thought I'd missed her one-year um, immunization, I was just fearful of the pain that she might go in because she's a lot more aware because yeah. she's older. Have you witnessed like? older kids going in for like two-year-olds or so like going in for you I, I know, haven't no so I haven't come across somebody that has sort of delayed them by that much either sort of through choice or just by a complete accident going oh I can't believe I forgot um I haven't actually but I totally I get that because when you think about how unaware they are at eight weeks to then how aware they are yeah. at, at just the year boosters it is a lot different um, yep. Yep. but again the nurse will do everything to make sure that it's over as quickly as possible that it's as safe as possible and actually the child is as okay as possible they will do everything they can to make sure mm-hmm. that that it's all going 
nicely and it's not a really really awful experience yeah that was because honestly that was my main worry it wasn't even the fact that I could have missed the ejection it was just like when she sees the needles how would she react is she gonna get go hysterical and if there's more than one injection will she let them do the others after going through the first one it's just it was just so much was going through my mind so thankfully she had done it so next question is um where can i get um, information about immunization if i wanted to look for more you can call your health visitor you can call you can find out from the gp surgery you can find out from pharmacies and you can find out from the nhs website do not do not Mm -hmm. do not Try and find out about immunizations by going on to parent forums because there is a lot, a lot of misinformation out there um, that can worry, really worry parents about getting the vaccines. So I would say if you're doing some research, which a lot of parents do because they want to know what what they're doing, um, then stick to the places where it's evidence based. So stick to the NHS website, stick to speaking to your health visitor or a pharmacist or you know if you can get an appointment with your practice nurse and and have a chat with them mm-hmm. then they are they're going to be your best ports of call for you to get sort of impartial evidence-based information yeah because yeah, you're right in terms of don't go into the forums because there's so much conspiracies and it does make it does put you off if i'm putting it out there it puts you and it just makes you a lot more confused it's just like oh do i do i follow this side of things or if i don't am i putting my child at risk by not it's just a lot it just it does boggle your head honestly and i i think it just go with your heart i honestly think that's my advice it's just you know if you feel i think it's do what's best for you you as the parent and is that the right thing to say I don't know because then if you do what's best for you I don't know it's too much it's too it's too much opinion it's too it is very hard it is very hard um so I would say if you're really struggling about whether or not to give to give them just speak to your health visitor or you know or your GP just call somebody and say look this is what I'm worried about I've read x y and z on this parent forum or I've spoken to this person and they've told me this and have a chat with them and go through the things that you're worried about because then at least you're getting Mm -hmm. you're getting answers to your questions because the worst thing you can do is google something because then two hours later you've gone down a huge rabbit hole into who knows what and then Mm -hmm. you're right your your brain just gets completely fried and then you don't know what you're doing you don't know what to do for the best and then you just sit there worrying about do I don't I do I don't I so I really think that if if you're really thinking like that and you don't know what to do speak to somebody so speak to ring your health visitor ring your GP when they reopen eventually go to your baby clinic and Mm -hmm. say look Mm -hmm. this is what I'm worried about if you've got an appointment coming up mm-hmm. with your health visitor, say to them, this is what mm-hmm. I'm worried about. And they'll be able to mm-hmm. go through your worries with mm-hmm. you. Yeah, exactly. We've already got enough to work to think about, let alone just adding more into the list. So 
I think it's just best to seek advice to help ease the load off your brain. So yeah, thanks for that, Chrissy. Um, Basically, so if we wanted to find out about the ingredients of vaccinations, um, is there, can we find out about those? Yes, so ingredients and side effects tend to be the things that people don't like very much and get a bit worried about. so I actually, I had a quick look at, at this before I came on. Um, and I would say the easiest thing to do is when you go for the vaccines, just say, can I have a little look at the information leaflet that came with the vaccine? So, you know, like if you've got any medicine, it comes with an information leaflet. So ask yeah. to see that. And then a really helpful okay. web page. If you just go onto the NHS vaccinations website, it has it has a list of common ingredients that people tend to be worried about and it says what they are why it's used and it tells you that it that it is safe and why they know it's safe so that's a really good useful tool as well so i would definitely recommend if people are worried about the ingredients to go and have a look at that definitely have a look look at that have a look at that that's good to know so in terms of the immunization for those don't know does it have any side effects so this is another thing that people tend to worry about the main side effects that we see are soreness around the sort of injection site which you know which you'd expect so where the where they've sort of been injected with the with the immunization Mm -hmm. that area might go a little bit hard a little bit sore that's fine yeah. you know we, we expect that that's fine we also expect with some of them that they'll get a temperature and again that's mm. that's fairly normal it's usually just showing that their that their immune system is sort of doing something there can be more okay. severe ones but they are really rare okay so you know if you notice okay anaphylaxis so you know swelling of the throat difficulty breathing anything like that you go straight to hospital um and if you are worried that there is a side effect that you're worried about you can actually alert the um i can't think of what they're called so there's a yellow form and you fill that in and it sends it to the the sort of body that deals with side effects so they can keep an eye on what side effects are happening effects that might be more common with one vaccination than another they will talk to you about it at that vaccination and they'll say keep an eye out for xyz if this happens then then sort of let us know but they'll alert you to any anything you need to be on the lookout for yeah that's awesome. I think when Malika went through her second or third injection, okay, so I think I went by myself to both, I don't know, one of them, two of them. So um, I noticed that my I was acting really over the top with how worried I was. I was so... I had butterflies in my tummy before I went instead of going to get the injection that after everything was done she was so calm it was just like the nurse was so good at what she was doing like she did it so quickly but so it was so seamless like oh there we go off you go it was so it was nothing so honestly like you said before if you're calm 
the baby definitely definitely be calm i honestly think that's the that's the best advice that i can give any mum just or dad it's just just be calm and relax it's just not it's not too bad it's not bad at all so um i thought you know i honestly thought baby brain just extinguished after a while i definitely it's got worse i don't know what's going on i don't know what's going on with my brain i there's certain things that i do and i'm just like what is the matter with you irene what's going on so i, I don't know what's going do you think you have oh, yeah. brain sometimes oh yeah yeah i think <laughs> i think we all do <laughs> generally i'm all right and then you know you get those periods of i don't know what i don't remember what happened two minutes ago and yeah yeah so in terms of yeah. what's going on with the lockdown, with obviously they are. are still having babies, are you still doing <laughs> you still doing your you still do so health visiting? health is still there. It looks very different, but it looks different depending on where you are as well. So different services will be doing things slightly differently. Okay. But we are still there. Even if we're not okay. visiting, we are we are at the end of the phone. So yeah. if you need us so I'm going to give you a round of applause as well because thank you for doing what you're doing honestly because I did my last episode I was giving thanks to the midwives and the health visitors because you're still doing work in the you know that when it because it's really needed you you guys jobs is really needed I remember when I just had my baby and just knowing what I was doing was right just having the advice was really handy so it was very important for, to have a health thank visitor. you so thank you <laughs> it's amazing so um, yeah I'm thinking of oh. having another one but oh, oh he, he hasn't been let in yeah on, on that bit of <laughs> no I'm hinting I'm hinting yeah. you know I'm hinting but I'm getting like a certain <laughs> answer I want like, yeah let's go but he's just like mm, um, mm, no mm, committing no yet yes, no so <laughs> no so just like, uh, as soon as he, he knows that as soon That's as he it. says okay I'm not you said you it said yet, it was so. okay yeah <laughs> that's me done so would you without prior to you would you how many kids would you like in general I don't know <laughs> yeah one's okay for now I think catch me at different points in the day and I'd probably give you different answers generally no no she's lovely she really is she she was a lovely yeah. little girl yeah okay yeah, no, I, I agree. If I, I wouldn't say this at um, 6 a.m. in the morning, so I would be different. Right now, she's really cheeky and smiley and she's copying me and stuff. It's really cute. But at 6 a.m. when I'm not ready to get up, I'm just like, oh, like, yeah, too steep. But no, um, it's been a pleasure. That's all my questions. I have You're very well, Thank you so much for joining me. It's a, you answered them so crystal clear and I hope that was helpful for everybody that's listening um, and is everyone, if everyone has any more questions is it okay for them to like yeah absolutely what I will say is or... I can't give sort of personalised advice so 
it's best not to message me with specific questions because I won't be able to answer them. But very general stuff, okay. you feel free to. Um, and actually, if you inbox me something and, not, and actually I can't answer it, then I won't ignore it. I will just say, I'm really sorry, I can't answer it, but go to your health, to your GP, your, you know, go, and I will signpost you somewhere. I won't just ignore it. Yeah, thank you. And, and remember, it's on Instagram. It's at yeah, the all happy one word. The, at the, the happy health food. The happy health food. So, so, yeah, that's amazing. Okay, um, thank you guys for listening. Um, that will be all. You're today. welcome. Thank Thanks you for having again. me. And you're doing an amazing job. Not just you're welcome. Thank Not just you. As a, as a mom as well, you're doing amazing. <laughs> so um have a lovely weekend, you day, too. evening, everything. <laughs> All right then, you thank too. you Bye. again. Take care. guys we've now reached the end of the episode and I really hope you've enjoyed it and um, you found it really interesting to hear about everyone's opinions about the vaccinations and I hope you also were able to gain a bit of knowledge from our lovely health visitor that um, you know was able to explain a bit um, answer and answer my questions I hope you know, you lot came out with something from this. I can't lie. After listening to a lot of the mum's um, messages that were sent over, ah, it's a bit peak, you know. I don't know because obviously I'd love to have another child, and if I do, it's like, all right, what do I do in terms of vaccinations? My daughter's had all of hers minus the flu jab. But, you know, if it's a boy, I've heard so much things now about if it's a boy, like, things affect them differently. So it's just like, oh, what do you do? Do you know what I mean? And, uh, do you know what? Like I keep saying, I'll cross that bridge when we get there. I need to do more research because I didn't do as much research when it came to my daughter. I just kind of just said, you know what? Go, go through, just do it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, because... I can't, I'll be honest, after even having Chrissy, the health visitor, on the show, I'm still a, still a little bit, you know, 50-50 with a lot of the, um, the vaccines and the side effects and what it could cause. Because, for example, now my daughter's got the cough and I'm just like, I don't know the cause, but, you know, because I, I don't know. Basically, they've now prescribed, uh, like, they're saying an asthma pump, but... Like I said, we'll, I'll let you know the update about that when that comes through. We haven't got it yet, but she's. it seems like she's getting better. Um, okay, so basically what I've gathered, because this is my little synopsis from everything, is um, I'd just rather not inject shit into my child, if I'm honest. Just rather not, because... I feel like we're built to fight germs from when we were created in the womb. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like why why put things into us these foreign 
dead diseases into us but why 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 could those things have to be so complicated because if you deep it babies are born with protection against some diseases um from the mother the mother's antibodies before birth if you think about it and you know when they're breastfed babies continue to get more antibodies so it's all in the breast milk and um but in both cases the protections are temporary so it's like you got to continue giving the baby protection i.e with vitamins or the vaccines apparently or how about natural food do you know what i mean why can't we just use natural substances but you won't really hear gps recommending why don't you eat some spinach why don't you eat some red kidney beans why don't you eat do you know what i mean we won't get those recommendations from doctors and it's all about patience and waiting to see if these things work in time whereas because medicines medicines can work in a day whereas you'll need to wait at least a week for some things to work naturally um but guys guess what yeah um i read something um i researched some stuff and i thought i should let you know so because we'll never know the truth about these vaccines and if we did what are we going to be called conspiracy theory theorist and it's like what if you found out the truth god forbid if you found out that that key they'll probably send someone to dead someone off do you know what i mean it's like the truth ain't ever meant to be found out because of stuff do you know, i won't even go into it before they start trying to send stuff but anyway i read somewhere that um the mmr vaccine especially has come under fire even though many scientific reports have found no evidence linking the vaccine to autism hmm um so in fact in fact the study um has suggested a possible link between autism and mmr vaccine was retracted in 2004 and the doc- the doctor who published it lost his medical license guys why did he lose his medical license even before it was discredited and declared fraudulent the study was rejected by all major health organizations Hmm. i shall say no more i shall say no more so it's like even if they let him study more why did you have to take his certificate from him it's like I know probably they're thinking oh you're scaring mums but why couldn't they delve in how did he why did that doctor think oh this is linked to autism like you know I've got so much questions but I'll keep them to myself um and I don't want to be one-sided I am because I'm I'll be I'll be classed as a hypocrite because I've given my child the injection so I'd rather not say too much but we shall think I do um yeah so basically i'm just doing this recording in my kitchen because i've just finished editing it's taking me so long it's been so interesting listening to all the recordings and going through it um and i finally edited oh my gosh i finally done so i hope you guys enjoyed it we hopefully will be coming out of lockdown soon let's see what one that's my boiler heating up if you can hear it um 
yeah guys stay tuned i've got some more juicy stuff coming up thank you again have an amazing week month day you're doing an amazing fucking job (laughs) take care thank you for listening and carry on supporting like share subscribe as they do but yeah thank you guys take care Thank you.